All right, welcome back to the Crossover Cellist. And with me is violinist, founding member of the Town Quartet, uh, player of other musical projects, <laughs> uh, Corey Mike. Thanks for being on the show, Mike. I mean, Mr. Mike. <laughs> Greetings, salutations, listeners. <laughs> oh, cripes. Okay. Well, we can only go uh, up from here. Um, so, all right. Corey, uh, you are from Michigan, yeah? This is true, yeah. Uh, Grand Rapids? I am from the capital, the grand capital of the state of Michigan, Lansing. Michigan. Lansing. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I was... Uh, uh, I was born there and uh, grew up in that area and went to, uh, eventually, Michigan State University in East Lansing, Michigan, uh, just a few minutes away. Awesome. And and you were studying music over there? Yeah. I started uh, playing the violin when I was three. They were just kind of in its infancy. The community music school at Michigan State was starting up. Um, there was a woman called... Dr. Stewart, who was running the program, and then a Dr. Dr. Judy Pallick, uh, a great pedagogue, um, uh, took over for the program, I think, in the early 80s. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a burgeoning new program, and uh, and I spent uh, a long period of time there, and then eventually started studying with a professor at Michigan State uh, when I was nine, um, Yeah. after finishing the community music school, yeah. And then, so, jumping ahead a few years, you started playing uh, in a competitive string quartet. Yeah, I think you could say that. <laughs> as far as, as high school groups go, there's a really good uh, music program at a high school called Okemos, just to the east of East Lansing, which produces a lot of, have a lot of faculty members, our parents, uh, at Michigan State University, our parents of children at that school. So there is a huge amount of talent, and it's a very good music program in general. It's one of the best high school music programs that I've ever seen. Um, but they had a lot of good players, including... Uh, and I played a group with uh, three players from that high school, uh, neighboring high school, which uh, one of them was Tanya L. Cellist, who is now, I think, assistant principal or principal of the Cleveland Orchestra. Uh, and she's Not held bad. that position for about 13 years now. Um I believe Jacob, um, violist in the town quartet, went to school with her at Juilliard. And uh, the other violinist was Nelson Lee. Uh, both of these people were children of faculty members at the music school oh, at Michigan wow. State University. Uh, Tanya's uh, father was a uh, clarinet uh, professor at Michigan State. And Nelson's, both of his parents were piano faculty at Michigan State. And both were fantastic pianists. Uh, but Nelson Lee was the other, uh, the other violinist. And he ended up founding a group called the Jupiter quartet yeah which is residency somewhere they've won a bunch of competitions uh so i got to play with some really good players we played uh, a, a lot of good uh pieces of the repertoire i think we played uh beethoven opus 18 number six but the main piece we played was schubert cello quintet um Ooh, masterpiece yeah fantastic we oh man uh i think we only learned the first three moments i don't think we ever got to the fourth moment but it's we played long. that yeah we played that at a couple competitions, statewide competitions, and one best quartet of the state of Michigan. Nice. Um, but, uh, best quartet in the state of Michigan. I yeah. just had to yell that. Mid-90s, early Corey 90s. Mike. Yeah. So we we play, we study with an uh, ex-faculty um, member at Michigan State University, Louis Potter, who was a, a fantastic cellist. And uh, he was in his 80s at this point, but uh, 
uh, a fantastic cellist and a great chamber music coach. So, yeah. so if he did something that maybe one of your colleagues didn't like, like, and their parents worked at the venue, or sorry, at the at the school, like, would they be like? Wait till my father his yeah. his potter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, Louis Potter. I don't know who he studied with, but uh, I think he studied at Juilliard. He was an old. He might have studied with like Rostopovich or some yeah. crazy shit. But he was a, a fantastic mentor and a, a great guy. Yeah. Um, and we're, yeah, we were talking about this last night, not to to mm. sidetrack, get sidetracked too much, but. Um, House Slytherin is the best house. It's certainly in, in the most part. interesting house, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's the house I want to be in. But you, you were saying maybe Ravenclaw. I, I feel my, I feel akin to Ravenclaw. It's some some of my favorite characters, yeah. especially Luna Lovegood, uh, come from that house. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I say I love the way your room is decorated right now? It's, awesome. It shows a little di- a lot of different things about you. Uh, you know, there's the complete Harry Potter. Hardcover book sure. collection. Uh-huh. Is that Harry Potter on tape or on CD? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and you got uh, a lot of like German beer type of stuff. Right, a little bit of Star Wars paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Detroit Tigers banner or sure. pennant. Janos Starker's hanging out over there. Yeah, Starker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God. Star Trek Two. Star Trek Two. Wrath of Khan. Um, you have the international flags. Like you're a big fan of the World Cup. Yes. Right? The... Oh, you have your World Cup 2018 board. Exactly. Yeah. You guys, you and your friends do a whole. Uh, what do you call it? A betting pool, perhaps. Yeah. 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 Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which I may or may not have won about 180 bucks this past time. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go on the record saying either way. But. Um. Okay. So, eventually you ended up moving out here to the Bay Area? Yeah, exactly. I uh, graduated from Michigan State, uh, did my undergrad there, um, and then uh, and then moved out here. Um, I had, uh, yeah, there, there wasn't a heck of a lot of stuff going on musically besides uh, the orchestras that were going on out there, and, uh, and yeah, and weather-wise, yeah, there were many reasons to come out here, so in 2006 I moved out here. Yeah. To Berkeley, start working at the musical offering. Actually, yeah, yeah, musical offering cafe, providing mm-hmm. opportunities to uh, people of all hair lengths, yeah, all walks of life and <laughs> all hairstyles. Yeah, yes. no, yeah, uh, yeah, right. So, and lots of musicians that. like to yeah, have worked artists. there in the past. Exactly, yeah. artists and musicians. Yeah, um, and so we met probably not in two thousand six, but probably some well, years know, after that, maybe two thousand eight, maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's shortly after I moved back uh, from uh, school. Right. And um, in 2011, we started the Town Quartet. We did. We had, been, we had played Queen. spasmodically at the uh, at the um, Musical Offering Cafe, but nothing kind of serious until 2011. We had played with Jacob and some other substitutes, but nothing consistent, nothing serious until around 2011 when I moved back from... I had a brief stint in France and moved back here... And uh, the four of us were available with Mr. Uh, Garrett McLean, uh, <laughs> uh, lover of Grieg and uh, <laughs> the Greek Quartet specifically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we started a, a quartet with Garrett and uh, you and myself and and Mr. Jacob Hanson Joseph and uh, and started playing pretty consistently, having a gig at the Musical Offering in a kind of uh, 
rather right. informal setting. But uh, yeah, it gave us a, a pl- and then we, uh, yeah, of course we you know, took. I other feel games. like that first year was so long. It feels long now because that we only played with Garrett for one year. For one year, yeah, we did a lot of cool things. We did. We uh, played at the Legion of Honor with Opera and Tap, right? That's right. Yeah, we played at that weird old folks home, and there was an earthquake. Yep, in the middle of Opus eighty Mendelssohn. Yeah, I think between the second and third movements, it was like a perfectly timed earthquake. Yeah. Uh, so, and then what else did we do? We did the entire Mendelssohn cycle at Vessel Gallery. That's didn't we? right. And back to back days or something you ridiculous know, like that. That's right. Well, very... we, I think it was back to back weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because it... I remember, yeah, we we made some modifications in our marketing approach. Yes, we had a concert. much better turnout for the uh, second one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I still want to do that 1823 Mendelssohn, the unpublished Mendelssohn. Sure, yeah. yeah so one day, we got to get the music. Lots of big talk about that, yeah. So yeah. then, and then Mia Bella Dagelli joined mm-hmm. the group in 2012, and then we just went on a bunch of adventures. Yeah. Uh, what, highlights for you? Yeah, I mean, maybe playing the Mio and Sasson Carabini concert, the Legion of Honor was up there, I think. Yeah. That was a good show. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it was an interesting show. Um Playing uh, for a silent film, Terry Vegan at the PFA. That was an interesting challenge. Absolutely. And I thought it went rather well, despite our kind of hasty, uh, hastily prepared well, <laughs> preparations for, uh, for, the, yeah. for the concert. I thought it went pretty good. I thought so, too. I want to do more stuff like that. Agreed. Uh, yeah, what else have we done? Um, Musically, what would you say? You know, I know that the concert, the Legion of Honor concert, where we played Carabini and Mio and what was the other one? Sansong, Sansong, yeah. you know, it was a great, it was, it, it was a cool concert, but yeah. musically, I'm not sure if any of those pieces are in my top five pieces that we've played. Right. You but working I mean? on, uh, you know, Ginastera 1 was yeah. uh, one of my favorite pieces, and definitely Bartok 2 was up there for sure. Yeah. Some of the Haydn's. Yeah, we're absolutely. Doing, we're, we're working our way through the 54s right now. Yep. After yeah. after uh, becoming very well acquainted with the Opus 20s. That's, uh, yeah, so recently, Corey uh, and I and uh, Jacob and um, my mom and, and Moses, Moses yeah. they split the second violin duties. Yeah. We played all Haydn Opus 20s in one day. Yeah. And we didn't really, we didn't practice them at all, right? But, Basically, well, we were just kind of Well, not specifically for that day, but yeah. we had been, we had practiced a bunch of them yeah. before. We knew them pretty good going into it, except yeah. uh, for the for the newbies, yeah. who filled in nicely, I thought. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But but the Admirably. first final parts are very, very demanding. Right. And and we had definitely played all of them at that point, and I, I at that time, was organizing a monthly concert at the Story Plow, right. which, of course, had fallen apart because there's not enough money being made, and uh, so Corey stepped in and saved the day. We did, we did all the Opus 20s. In at, one day. Yeah, yeah at the cafe yep. and one, at two, the Story three, Plow, the cafe, and we, right? I think we also played Mozart G minor quintet, <laughs> just as icing on the cake. Right. Needless to say, I'm not doing the Story Plow thing anymore, yeah. because... I'm not trying to put my friends in that position <laughs> anymore. And, or, you know, anyway, yeah. uh, we're changing up how we do things. Uh, and, and so actually, so that would be a good segue yes. to talk about. So for some reason, we never, we play at Musical Offering Cafe every Sunday at like one o'clock. Sure. This is our residence. Yes. Uh, but we never really played evening concerts there. Uh, right. Until now, we're, we're starting to do that. Yeah. A few uh, weeks ago. Yeah. We played a lecture concert series, or sorry, a, a, a lecture slash concert. Yeah, with, with 
with the very verbose and uh, <laughs> linguistically ch- uh, very talented um, musicologist and historian, Mr. Ron Drummond. Uh, and if you want to know what we're talking about, I interviewed him on this podcast. It's the longest interview on there, and it's rich with uh, knowledge. Absolutely. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of nuggets in there. It's it's a good two and a half hour listen. It's lovely. And if you're uh, especially interested in in Czech composers, uh, unknown Czech composers, uh, I yeah. suggest uh, I suggest tuning into that one. And also just like the other composers living in Vienna at the time of Beethoven, sure. basically, you yeah, know, and, and Mozart. Um, so yeah, we did a concert there, and now we're doing a concert October twenty fourth, uh, Town Quartet and Moms. This is with my mom, Carla Piki. She's going to play second viola for the Rika Quintet, arranged for solo viola and string quartet, which is originally for solo cello. But Jacob Hansen Joseph did the arrangement for solo viola because he's kind of a Rika nut. And we're playing Kraus. Jon Martin Kraus's <laughs> quartet, which I, I don't remember the opus number. It's opus one, number three, I think. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Kraus is the Swedish Mozart. And it's the G minor Krauss Quartet. I think there's only one. Definitely he's touched upon in the aforementioned podcast with Ron Drummond. Yeah, at, <laughs> at, he, he's touched on, but yes. yeah, I, would, I think there's more to be said. For sure, yeah. no, uh, But not by us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but almost the exact same dates as Mozart, right? Uh, I think that's kind it, of the thing same, that... died, lived, lived, born in the same year, died, died a year later. Yeah. Um, so that's 56 to 92 or 3? Right, uh, and then we're playing, uh, you know... Um, You're playing some Handel? Another Haydn? Well, yeah, we're going to play a, a Handel uh, a Trio Sonata with Miss, uh, with Miss Babs, with Miss Barbara. Yeah. And then, and so, and that's Mia's, Mia's mom, mom. Uh, Barbara Delgelli. Yeah. And then we're playing a piece without you, the Garfield Bassoon Quartet with Mia and Jacob and Barbara and me. Correct. Uh, who, he was the, con- the principal bassoonist of uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Orchestra in their, yeah. in their glory days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then we're doing Haydn. We're going to tackle another 54. Yeah, yeah we're going to tackle 54 number one, and we're going to play uh, my six short quartets at a group muse at uh, my house. November uh, that's, 1st. That's November 1st. Yeah. Okay, i got to make sure that's all set up. Uh, so if you don't know what group muse is, go to groupmuse.com. It's basically classical music house concerts, and there's like a, a tech startup that helps facilitate the process. Yes. One of the cool tech companies. Absolutely, yeah. No, it it, uh, it facilitates uh, chamber music in people's homes. Strangers come and friends alike. Yeah, come to the shows and uh, they support the musicians well. And it's a great atmosphere for chamber music in general. These group muses. Yeah, it's. I, I really like it. I mean, anything tech kind of has like a, a, a aspect of lameness around Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. But I would say that this is one of the cooler things that you can do with your your uh, internet. For sure. Um, so we're doing that, and we're playing some other group muses with Trio Etrange. Right. Uh, but we're so we're playing group mu- playing group muses, but we're also playing on the Glenview Classical Series, right? Which is a new classical music series at St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Oakland, um, and that's November thirtieth. And Trio Etrange is we're playing a yeah, it's a it's a group uh, consisting of. Uh, the two people speaking here, myself and Mr. Lewis Patzer, and uh, and pianist, local pianist, uh, Miss Ann Rainwater, who uh, grew up in Marin County, is that right? That's right. And then uh, 
went to school in Oberlin and other places on the yeah. East Coast, and then uh, and then has returned and uh, is a heck of a pianist in her own right. Has uh, recorded Goldberg Variations among yeah uh, among other things, but she has a um, well, she's doing a. A, uh, she does a monthly salon concert, which yep. we're participating in this month. Yeah, that's October 19th. Friday, October 19th, um, at her place. Uh, a kind of group muse kind of like setting. Um, but without the tech lameness. Yeah, with just friends and uh, yeah. good friends of, of the performers. But it's a it's a great... Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a great showcase. Um, totally. For... An opportunity, I think, to like you know, be hanging out in this very artistic environment and it's like the idea is we're all just hanging out together and some of us happen to be music musicians and we're going to play some stuff for you. And we're going to play Brahms. Yeah, exactly. I mean, basically, you know, Lewis and I were both talking that uh, neither of us had, had a huge amount of opportunity to perform piano trios in general as an ensemble and yeah. uh, and there's such great repertoire for uh, for that uh, grouping oh, yeah. of instruments that we feel felt like it was... A shame that we hadn't really neither of us had had too much of a chance to to perform these pieces. So yeah. So you know we we uh, you know earlier in the year we learned uh, Ernest Chausson's Lone Piano Trio, and which, that really I think is the with the driving force behind the group. Exactly. For, um, for, uh, Anne doesn't know that. Yeah, she didn't know. She, she's <laughs> I mean, unaware she of this maybe until figured it out. Right. We insisted on playing. We it kind of just kept slipping this piece in, like, hey, maybe we could play the Chausson. It's. Uh, and you she kind of kept on, like, avoiding it in conversation <laughs> for good reason. I mean, it's a monster piano part. It's so such a typical piano but part. She, so if you want to know how good Anne is at piano, yeah. she can play the Chausson piano trio pretty well. And exactly. that's, like, if if you know what that requires, what that entails, then you know she's already an amazing pianist. And so I just interviewed her, and there's a bunch of info about her salon and... Uh, her other project, uh, the New Moon Duo, uh, that's uh, on her her page. So if you want to like, there are any links there. We'll put you can go there. You Absolutely, I mean? and you know, uh, after we learned the chanson, we she recommended learning Brahms B major. Yeah, I think and we love Brahms. Yeah, it's a fantastic piece. <laughs> it's also one of the most uh, challenging <laughs> piano parts, <laughs> and and in general, one of the, a very challenging uh, trio. But. Um, yeah, we're we are yeah, in the process hard. of uh, of learning, and yeah, we'll be performing the in its entirety the Brahms B Major Piano Trio on Friday the what is it the nineteenth uh, Friday the nineteenth nineteenth October nineteenth at, at the Vernon Salon yeah and then and then in November we're kind of doing a, a Bay Area tour exactly of sorts we're yeah. playing a group muse in San Francisco on the twenty sixth yeah fantastic venue. Uh, Embassy Group Muse. Uh, yeah. It's it's a fantastic house on Oak Street. They do uh, one once a month. Yeah, the last Sunday of every month. It's a great venue and yeah. uh, and a great yeah a great uh, um, opportunity to perform. Uh, the Brahms will also be playing um, one of Lewis's own own creations, which is uh, his piano trio. Maybe your first piano trio you've written. Oh, definitely yeah. my first. And uh, we'll be playing uh, uh, that at thing. least one movement at the salon, but uh, the piece in its entirety at the Group Muse on uh, November twenty fifth, whenever I think it is. I, uh, I yeah, that's the plan, and also yeah. at the uh, Glenview series. Exactly. I've got to finish, and I'm hoping to that's not November only 30th, finish is that the right? th- huh, no. yeah, November thirtieth. Yeah. Hoping to finish not only the three movements that have started, but have another movement, so it'll be like a four movement work. Uh, but I'm I'm. Finding that writing for piano is hard. 
very tedious. There are a lot of notes that piano can play, and so I feel obligated to at least use some of those notes, and it's just hard. But anyway, I'm doing it, and uh, uh, you guys have been very gracious in uh, kind of playing through stuff that's in progress. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to performing it. I think it's going to be... Uh... I think it's going to be an excellent piece yeah. uh, in its completion. I'm very much, and yeah, the one movement that we know well, I think, is uh, uh, if any indication, I think a piece that's going to be exciting to listen to. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to you. playing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm proud of it. Uh, let's put it that way. And then we're also going to play in the South Bay. Uh, we we're pretty sure this is, right. this is all coming together right now, but December probably 2nd? December second. Yeah. So basically, if you want to go see any of these group muses that we're talking about, go to groupmuse.com. There's a whole calendar. And, uh, you know, December 2nd, November 26th, these are the dates we're talking about. Oh, and November 1st. And November 1st. We're playing hella group muses. Yeah. At, um, at the Patsner household. Yeah, yeah exactly. The so trio etrange, that means the strange trio. Trio etrange, right? yeah, And absolutely. I think we, we, Anne came up with that name after we played through that, uh, my completed piano trio <laughs> movement. Right, right. Because it's a little bit out there. Um, and I, you know, I'm thinking, uh, strange is better than bad. For sure. So I, 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 I was partial I to the name it. Trio Doakland, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, D apostrophe Oakland. Yeah. Trio Doakland. Uh, I think it's a great name. But we just, we eventually settled on <laughs> But you know, that means Trio we could save that name for another group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, we didn't mention one of the great groups that we played in it over the years. What's you know, that? The Ice City Quintet. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. With our our, our famous uh, performance of uh, Vaughn Williams' Fantasy Quintet. Yeah. yeah. What a great piece. Absolutely. Give it a listen if you're not familiar with it, and, and probably you're not, um, because it's hardly ever played. But yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the great slow moments. But yeah, a nice pastoral, lovely Vaughn Williams uh, chamber piece. Yeah. Um. Okay, there's another thing I feel like we should uh, touch on, which is your non-classical uh, stuff. Absolutely, uh, yeah. You, for a long time, played in a band called, a local band called Ghost Town Jenny. Ghost Town Jenny. Uh, speaking King Kylan. Absolutely. Speaking of the musical offering, and speak, speaking of people who used to work there, uh, one Kim Kylan, uh, formerly of Huntington Beach, uh, was working at the musical offering. I was practicing... Uh, I think it might have been Brahms Sonata in the back, and she's like, oh, I didn't know you played the violin. I'm a singer-songwriter. Uh, you want to listen to some of my music? Yada, yada, yada. Long story. Tedious. Uh, we um, eventually ended up playing together. Um, she has a kind of kind of haunting blues, folksy, kind of uh, maybe bluegrass-ish kind of uh, yeah. background. Uh, her... Her uncle is like a very famous country music singer in Norway. Um, is a is a, a really famous guy. Yeah. If you mention his name in Norway, every single guy, uh, person knows who this guy is. Um, so she comes from kind of that kind of background, um, and we started playing together as a two piece band for quite a while. We played a uh, we played a when I was living in France. We played a, a music festival in Norway, in the south of Norway. Oh, cool! And uh, yeah, we would play we a lot in of Iceland. venues. Exactly. Yeah, we we played a lot of local venues. We used to play hotels. I saw you guys at Awaken Cafe. Awaken Cafe. Yeah, we um, and as a two piece band, eventually we added uh, a third member, and then eventually a fourth member as well. And uh, we toured Ireland, Iceland, and Scandinavia uh, on a couple of trips That's out there. Awesome. Um, with her roots 
uh, in those regions. Uh, she used to live in Ireland for long, a long period of time as yeah. well. So, uh, so yeah, uh, some fantastic music venues. And one of my favorite music festivals of all time, the Iceland Airways Music Festival, I think is a is a fantastic... Uh, it's usually held at the end of uh, October, beginning of November in yeah. Reykjavik. I would recommend checking that out if you're, uh, if you're looking for a new music festival to go. It's, uh, it's really top-notch. A lot of local musicians, but then, uh, you know, yeah. we saw Dirty Projectors there. They were fantastic. Yeah. We saw that band Haim before they broke out. They were in that... Uh... The love metal band? Exactly, yeah. I thought we thought it was him. Yeah. <laughs> Haim. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> I'm down. The, I'm down with The three Haim. ladies from... Yeah. We saw them in a small venue. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, up and coming bands that maybe right before they break uh, play that music festival. So yeah, I would. And we had a hell of a good time. Yeah. Uh, and the city of Reykjavik, like uh, the cities in Ireland that we visited, Clonakilty, Dublin, and Cork, uh, have a reverence for musicians and for live performing, which is somewhat refreshing. Yeah. Uh, though it, the scene out here is nice, but they have an especial reverence for. Live performances, musicians, and uh, and the singer songwriter in general, I yeah, think, in those cool. places. So yeah, we um, we played together for probably about five, six years or something like that. Yeah. Went on tour a number of times, and then uh, Kim went to Mills College, uh, where the same college that our other violinist, Miss Mia Bella Dajeli, went to, and uh, she got a degree, I think, in, in composition and orchestration there, something like that. And uh, she has just recently graduated and moved to L.A. Uh, so we are no longer um, a band anymore. Um, she has a new band, though, right? Kyland? Kyland, yes. Yeah. I think a, a two-piece band um, with, uh, yeah, I think I think her style as she has, uh, has changed a little bit going forward, just as, you know, her knowledge of uh, harmony and, and kind of just basic, you know, music history and, yeah. and, and more of an understanding of... Uh, some basic aspects of yeah, uh, songwriting yeah. and orchestration and so on and so forth. I think her style has evolved a little bit since uh, since we were in Ghost Town Jenny. But yeah, she's uh, kind of a, a solo duo band called Kyland, and she is just finished a, uh, I believe, a tour of the West Coast, and she plans on going on an East Coast tour uh, sometime later in the year. I believe she's serious. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, a very talented singer songwriter. Yeah, and uh, somebody and- worth looking at. So I think we're going to hear a track from Ghost Town Jenny, right? Absolutely. I, I spoke with Kim and she said, please uh, okay, great. Please share a track um, yeah. from our EP that came out a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, I have that EP and I have to say, I mean, you sound great on it, but her vocals are amazing. Absolutely. And, and so probably for a new project, it's still there. Uh, but I think that it's really, it's, it's a great listen. Uh, and I remember having it in my car, like it was the CD in my CD player for a while and it was just on repeat. So I actually listened to it of my own free will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying something. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know you, you are basically out of time. You're, uh, we're all busy. Yeah. Um, I've got another gig. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my standing gig. Yeah. As, yeah. As a, yeah. As a restaurant manager. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um. I guess really quickly, because yeah. you are actually the first person that has like a truly full-time job that I've interviewed, mm. uh, you manage Angeline's. That's true. Yeah, I've uh, worked there since, uh, basically since the town quartet was formed in 2011. And yeah. uh, How many hours a week you work? Uh, right now, we'll, we'll say about 50 or so. Yeah. <laughs> Between 45 and 50, minimum of 45 though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a busy restaurant and uh, it's a different skill set. Uh, surely than uh, than is required for being a musician, but uh, get the ribs. 
Absolutely. Get the ribs. The appetizer. Get the appetizer ribs so you can get a nice entree as well. But they're amazing. Um, and so, I mean, I don't want to keep yeah. like hold you up, but no, um, no. thank you so much. And uh, yeah, so basically, you know, this guy is uh, doing a lot of music. We're playing in two groups together, and it's working fifty hours a week doing another job. So, uh, yeah, I would love to. We'll interview. Do another interview more. I would love to see like you talk about your thoughts about how to balance that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, I don't also yeah. don't want you to be late. Right. <laughs> nah, that'll be fine. So, thank you so much. And do you know what what the song is from uh, Ghost Town Jenny that we're going to hear? Oh, I don't know. Which one do you... There's, I think, four on that EP. Uh, I don't know song names. Um, no, that's a good question. That's uh, okay. You know, we'll just put it in the description. Yeah, there you go. All right. But, yeah, it's... Um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And yeah, let's oh, uh, thank let's, you. let's chat again sometime. Yeah. I think we'll have more shows. So, Sounds good. Uh, yeah. We got to promote that. All right. Thank you so much. Cheers, Come listeners. On. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Remember, it's not celloist. It's cellist. Still smell your skin on the watch you gave me. Cigarettes and dogs lonely. you cried for me and for my mother to come back to you do you ever regret leaving California you